Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, probably talk about what a lot of people are kind of, I suppose, talking about and we've touched on it a couple of times before on Focus, but I thought I might do a bit more of a deep dive on AI and how it's affecting the world. And I think most people don't realise how much AI actually exists in the world already. So we're kind of, I think the creative community is getting a real kind of looking at what's happening and thinking how AI is going to take over and uh, potentially replace some of the things that humans do, particularly in the creative field. And I think that most people will be, have been living with AI for many, many years, but never thought about it as AI. Anytime you allow a machine to make decisions for you and it's basically using artificial intelligence. And we've seen this you know, happen time and time again with with cars particularly. There's a lot of AI type of stuff in cars now with, you know, lane assist and different platforms within vehicles to help you do stuff where you can ask the car for a particular thing. You know, Mercedes have a thing called Hey Mercedes and you asked Mercedes and Mercedes can turn on the heated seats. Mercedes can, you know, turn the music up and down or change the radio station or do a whole range of different things that um, based just on voice command. But but it's also taking into account what's happening around you. So it's not going to make a decision that's going to have an impact because it's got access to all the various different sensors in the car and it knows, you know, what speed the car's going at and, and all those particular things. So it can so it's actually making decisions on even those requests about how it's going to react. So we're seeing, like I said, in household appliances, we see it in all manner of different things and photographers are starting to see it you know, more and more in cameras with the AI making an impact on the cameras doing so much more of the work and how good the things like focus tracking, how it actually keeps something, a subject in, in focus and follows it and knows it's a person. So it basically... And and for the fact that it knows it's a person, it's using a form of AI to actually work out what it's looking at because some cameras these days you can say, no, I'm tracking a vehicle or I'm tracking an animal or I'm tracking a person. So you can basically put that information into the camera and it's then will start making decisions for you. And like I said, I think people suddenly just think AI has just kind of, I suppose, appeared overnight, which is kind of the perception for some of the stuff like Mid Journey where it's getting so good now which every time they release a new version of it, it's better, creating more realistic images. And the type of stuff I've seen people create using it is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, they're great digital images, but they're not photographs, but they look like photographs. And that's where the confusion is. And I think the world is moving forward with so many different layers of AI impacting on people's everyday lives you know, even things like these days with the um, music, you know, there's AI music, there's, there's stuff that's been come out that is basically been generated by using AI technology, can be passed off as like a well-known artist and, and people will actually listen to it and actually think, oh, I love that, I love what they've just done. And, and it's just, you know, potentially it's just somebody sitting in a in a bedroom somewhere with a computer and they're actually, you know, putting some prompts into the computer and they're actually creating music. And like I said, it can be sounding like a, a regular artist that you may listen to. And again, 
this is going to make it, I think, moving forward in the future, it's going to make really difficult sometimes to know what is true and what's not true. And I think that's the same for, you know, photos that sometimes someone will try and palm a photo off, which has already been done in a number of competitions where someone has, you know, AI generated an image and then put it in a competition and said, no, it's, it's a photo that I took. I think this is going to happen more and more that people will just try and push the boundaries. And, and I suppose it's really no different depending on how you want to like say, you know, we want to say like an AI generated image is a fake. I mean, I'm always astounded when I watch, you know, programs that dive into a piece of art where someone has a painting and they bring it forward and they think it's been done by a famous artist, like it was like a, a long lost piece. And they go on the whole journey of investigating where that painting came from and all the different um, circumstances around that painting. Nine times out of ten, it proves to be a fake. And because back in the days when the great artists were painting, that there was such a hunger for their work that people would paint in the same style, but they were complete, you know, rip-offs. And so really nothing's really changed too much. In all the hundreds of years that, you know, fake art's been generated, you know, we now have all this AI creating potentially pieces that, that might be first, when the people first see it, might believe that it's actually been done by a photographer or a piece of music they might listen to. They think it's been done by the artist who's, you know, made this track up. And again, it's like we're living in a interesting time, I think, because it will be hard, I think, for people sometimes when they do create or capture like that an amazing moment on a, on a photograph, and it's going to be a lot of people when they see that and they're blown away by the by that picture. The that a lot of people might stop and think, oh, I wonder if this has been you know um, AI enhanced or AI generated. Is it, is it actually real? And I think that's going to be the challenge for photographers, how you how you continue to, um, I suppose, make people aware that your work like that is actually captured in the traditional way of, of it's something that's happened in front of the lens on the camera and you've been able to capture it. And, um, and you might have applied some post-processing to, to bring out some of the details. But again, it's it's typically what most people would consider to be a photograph. And I think, like I said, AI is coming from every different direction. It's, there's no, there's no, I don't think there's one creative person who is going to be kind of not impacted by AI in some way. You know, if you write books, you know, who's to say that someone wants to write a novel about uh, about a couple of characters that someone could put the prompts in there and say, you know, create an adventure for these characters. And, you know, there's lots and lots of, um, I suppose, material that, you know, AI bots can actually look at and build stories for uh, and for characters and, and have them the characters doing stuff that people would um, believe. You know, like I said, you read a, a fictional piece of... Um, literature and, and you know that you know the, the, the person who wrote it is, is come up with the idea and they've you know put it together and and you read it and you enjoy that you know going along on that journey and I think like I said it's it's going to be in the future it's going to be difficult to see how it is I mean in the future this podcast could be maybe this is not me maybe actually this is actually being generated by AI and I'm just you know, had typed some prompts in on the computer to use my voice. Maybe I'm not even sitting in the studio recording this. I can assure you 
on this particular podcast. I am actually in the studio recording it, so it is actually me. But in the future, it's very probable that people will be creating podcasts and they may have already done it. And again, this is the thing that some of the things, um, how the technology has been used, we, we're not always aware of it. Like I said earlier, and I started the podcast about saying how we, we don't probably realize how much AI is actually already a part of our lives and how we've kind of just accepted stuff because, but as soon as we give it a label like AI, then people tend to, I suppose, start to um, freak out a bit. But like I said, we've used automation and automation really is what you know, AI is. It's automating a process. And automation has been, on probably since the 50s, automation has been a, I suppose, a gold of every... Every you know, engineer, designer, creator um, you know, of, of items that they've tried to create them to be more user-friendly, you know, if you take the, the invention of, say, the automatic gearbox in a car, I mean, taking away a manual gearbox out of a car, and these days it's nearly impossible to buy a car with a manual gearbox new, they all come with an automatic transmission. Now, some of them, yes, can be can be stepped back to be using as a kind of manual shift where you can manually shift the gears, um, but you don't have a clutch pedal on the floor, so it's not like the traditional, you know, um, three-speed manual car where you yeah, had to push the clutch in, change gears, and that type of stuff. So we've kind of been going down this path of automation for a long time. Like I said, it started happening around the home with things like appliances that started to automate processes, Cars were really, really big one, and and you know even to the point now with uh, autonomous self-driving cars. I mean, you know, this is the, the gold for some manufacturers is to make something that basically takes away the human component and replace it with a machine that can, in theory, um, do the job perfectly every time and can repeat the results over and over again. Whereas you know with humans, sometimes there's there's on a particular day, you're doing a particular task, you might be not feeling, you might be a little bit tired, so you know, the task mightn't be as quite as as neat and structured as you would on another day. So it can be those variances, but that's a part of being human is that not everything's absolutely perfect. There's all those little bits and pieces that make it a, that someone real did it. So that's kind of, that happens in photography. Like people will you know, have days where they'll make fantastic photos and other days they mightn't quite, get to that same level and again but but those photos are still worth something because someone has created them and someone's had an idea behind them and there's a story being told so in this episode of focus thought to talk about the um how ai is is kind of really making a difference and probably getting people talking about um this type of stuff and and thinking about things more and it's almost like people are also actively looking at ways they can use AI. So people are starting to you know, combine different AI functionalities together to create stuff, and that's what we're going to see you know, more and more in the future. But the thing is, the other thing is, I don't think we have to wait too much into the future to see this happen because it's expanding at such a phenomenal rate that you know, when other technologies come along, you know, they're kind of a slow burn. You know, they get kind of they start and they I mean if you look at say digital photography when digital photography started you know the pic, the, the sensors were quite low megapixels they were you know had um, 
a lot of limitations and it was a slow burn but the the manufacturers keep chipping away they kept trying you know innovating they kept you know experimenting they kept improving the technology to what we enjoy today with the technology of digital photography which which is absolutely at, at an absolute you know unbelievable level of sophistication as far as the image quality the way things are done you know the way the the files are captured the way the files are created all those types of things have just really been you know evolution of the technology and that's what you know and it's been, but it's taken a while like we've we've seen like i said it's just been a a slow burn where you know each year we see an improvement and we go wow look at that from last year this is doing this now i think with ai we're going to just see leaps and bounds like it's just going to be leaping to like from one thing to the next to the next to the next where you know we have a lot whole lot of wow moments and typically in other technologies you'll, you'll have a wow moment every now and then um and then it'll be a lull where it's the, the technology kind of people accept it and it kind of just becomes the norm until then someone else finds a way to elevate it and get something more out of it and that becomes another wow moment so we see these you know we see this kind of peaks and we see these um troughs where you know the technology is going up and down but like i said we're kind of with ai it's kind of like yeah it's a high 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 it's like all these all these things are happening and and people are just getting wowed by it and i think that's where for a lot of people that's where the it's the speed that's happened i think that we we don't when something happens really quickly i think we 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 kind of tend to maybe get nervous about something when things are changing around us very quickly because we feel like we have less control when things are happening slowly in the background things are changing it you don't have as much time to think about it i think you know that's the thing that people will things will change slowly over time and people go with the flow and by the time you know by the time they things have changed the person has already kind of settled into into the flow of it and and it doesn't concern them but i think what's happening now is we're seeing so many so many highlights and so many changes so quickly that this is what for a lot of people i think is making people nervous and it's one of those things that i don't think you know we can it's really like everything that happens in life and everything you can you can see good in everything and you can also see bad in some things as well but i think it's really how you think about ai and where it might how it's going to actually ultimately fit in the world and I think, like I said, there'll be people pushing boundaries, which people have always pushed boundaries. I and mean, that's 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 a human thing as well, that some people just want to do better than what someone else did or take something faster than what someone else has gone. You know, all those things are all human traits that we all have, that people have this sometimes this very competitive nature. Whereas if someone has done something they want to do, they want to take it to the next level. And we've seen this, you know, time and time again, and I think like people developing AI, that's what there is. Like they're trying to all outdo each other at the moment by trying to bring out all these wow moments. And I think that's what I said, it's just it's gonna be interesting to watch the space. But I think I think it's one of those things that you can sit back and watch it and not be not be like concerned that this is gonna take over everything that you do because it's gonna create new opportunities. It actually means that something that is created by human hands is actually going to take on, I think, more value because it's it is something that is, um, you know, 
person has actually crafted this with their hands. So it's kind of like, again, it has it takes on a very special significance, I think. You know, like sign writing was, a you know, an art form where people would write sign write with a brush and they'd paint, um, you know, letters and they'd paint various different, you know, things for people on the shop windows or on their vehicles. And then, you know, over the years, vinyl kind of printing came in where people would just print stuff so the vinyl lettering you know they could have any basically any font you wanted um any type of graphics you wanted and be printed on vinyl and and applied to vehicles and and shops and that type of stuff so it changed the way i suppose the sign writing you know was done like where in the past i can remember as a kid you know all the local shops you'd you'd see when they had all these specials on there'd be you know sign writers painting um the specials on the glass windows or when a new shop opened like the windows would be decorated and painted with the company's logo and slogans and all those things and they're all hand painted so they're all unique yeah so it wasn't kind of and then like i said then the world changed and we came you know when computers started coming in and things like you know 3d plotters and things where they could actually go in and you know cut something out of vinyl to a very accurate um degree and and again it was kind of like then the person sitting behind the computer creating that artwork really didn't have to have the skill of an artist's hand to to paint a brush so now if you do get someone who does and and there's people who do it like if you get someone who actually paints who actually goes and physically paints on a vehicle or paints on a shop um they're they're kind of they're, they're worth more money because basically there's very few people that can do it so if someone does want to achieve that look and they want that very original and they don't want it, you know, they don't want it kind of cut off vinyl letters, they want to make it look like it's um, it's hand-painted, it's unique, it's that type of stuff. So those people, I think, have a have an advantage, be able to offer that skill and be able to provide that service for people who appreciate it. And there's still going to be people who are going to appreciate something that's handmade, that's human-made, rather than something that's machine made and sometimes like i said it's nice when you know if you think about in days gone by you know like you know people would have a a relative that might knit you a jumper and you know these days most people would just go out and buy a jumper or a cardigan or whatever they want um, from the store but obviously you know if you had someone a relative made made you a piece of clothing that was made particularly for you i mean that takes on a whole new kind of meaning as well because it's not just the a piece of clothing to keep you warm or whatever. It's now like that's a, that person has made that for you. So there's a connection from that person. Like when you go into your favorite retail shop and you buy yourself a shirt or you buy yourself pants or you buy yourself a jacket or something, there's no connection to the person who made it. The person who made it is, and for most people, I, I dare say most people wouldn't even give that person a moment of acknowledgement they don't even think about acknowledging the person who actually physically made that piece that they're buying but that person goes in looks at something they like it and they buy it and again it's a different connection to but if someone actually made that for you and gave it to you then obviously that's a whole new different connection and i think that's that's uh, that's the thing so i think there's always going to be that opportunity for um, photographers to make that personal connection with people, to be able to, you know, if you're creating a photograph for somebody, 
and you're doing it um, yourself, you're you're capturing the image, you're processing the image, you're doing all that, and it's not being done by AI, and it's, it's and whatever's in the background, you've you've had to put it there, or or, or you may have added something in, in you know comping something in, but again, using probably elements that you've created at some point, so it becomes your piece of work it becomes part of something that you've done for that person so i think that actually is going to actually make um some photographers are actually going to be able to make more money and they will actually be able to have a position where they can really create stuff that they're proud of like you know they're creating hero pieces for people so these are unique pieces of 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 work that someone's going to actually um, take pride in having having had made for them. And I think that's the, like I said, the thing is we always kind of, I think the default setting for technology sometimes is when things look like it's going to wipe everything out is that people go on the on the, the pendulum swings to the, how negative it is. Uh, and I think it's just going to be, you know, things settle down. And sometimes like you do have this kind of a, a knee-jerk reaction where all of a sudden everyone goes down a particular path using a technology and it seems like it's abandoned. But quite often... Someone in the wheelhouse turns the ship around and it comes back around uh, on on more even keel. So basically, it's it's not a kind of this runaway freight train anymore. It's kind of starting to kind of balance out that there's yes, there's a need, there's a there's a place for these things in the world. But there's also a place in the world for people like photographers and other creators to be able to still be able to make stuff, um, you know, with that personal touch, which like, a machine can never really. Machine can never really give that personal touch, that kind of that little little imperfection, and that's the thing. Like with machines, like that's where they're great at. They're great at churning out the same item over and over again, so they're all perfect kind of clones of each other, and but none of them are unique. And when you think about a creative, what a creative does is each time they create something, it's unique. It's just it's a unique piece of work that's been done by a person. And it's going to have its own little flaws and its own little, you know, character quirks and all that type of stuff in there as well. And again, it's just, like I said, that's why I think the value of creatives is not going to go away. Um, it is going to be still a very valuable thing that people will seek out. Um, and, and again, and it's not going to be, there is going to be people who kind of want the, just the quick, fast-consumed type thing and they don't, don't they're not going to look for that more kind of personalized bespoke type service but i think like i said there's going to be definitely enough people who want those things that will keep people employed in a field um like photography and like you know an artist who paints paints pictures for a living um or someone who writes books for a living i think people are going to still value their skill and their dedication to the craft and all the time that they've put in perfecting themselves or getting themselves to a level where they can you know create good work over and over again and again you know again it's like I said we're living in different times and like I said it's always interesting listening to people and thinking about stuff but I just want you to all think about just maybe think about your own lives and just think about how much AI has already it's already been in your life and how long it's been in your life. So it's where, where it be, like I said, whether it be something that's automated that you use now that, 
that's something that used to be a manual process and now it's an automated process and you're allowing a machine to to carry out that process for you. And I think people will be surprised when they start kind of doing, I suppose, a bit of a a bit of a list of stuff that they rely on daily now to do things that once were done by a person. Um, but now we, we kind of rely on machines to do stuff for us. And like I said, there's going to be a place for everything in the world. Uh, again, it's just about trying to find your place as a photographer and, and how you fit in and how you can stay relevant um, to, with what you do. And I think the thing is, this is going to probably make people more resilient. It's going to make people more resourceful. And it's also going to make people more creative in the end because people will be trying to push that boundary. Like I said, we've always wanted to push boundaries. People have always wanted to just do something better than someone else. You know, just kind of lift the bar each time, knowing that the next person that comes down that path is going to have to really dig deep. <coughs> the next person that comes down that path is going to have to really dig deep to actually kind of make a to make a you know, an impact if you've done something already creative um, that's kind of, you know, a great piece. So, look, hopefully this episode of uh, Focus has got you thinking about AI and where it fits in the world. And and like I said, and I know a lot of people out there are playing with it and just trying different things, and I think that's fine to, to experiment and just try it and see what you like. And, I mean, I think it's, you know, every time something new does come along, people do like to, to play with stuff and then, they'll then go back to maybe some of the stuff that they, um, more traditional stuff that they might um, like as well. So, But again, it's, it's horses for courses and like I said, it's just human nature for us to um, want to try new stuff as well. So we do, you know, people want, crave this type of stuff as well. Look, until next time, enjoy your photography. Uh, this has been Steve Finkel for Photo Mission Focus discussing photography. Talk to you again real soon. See ya.